Hey there, what's up? And welcome to today's episode of Build Your Tribe, where we are going to be discussing the Instagram strategies that might actually be hurting your account's potential growth or engagement in 2023. Unfortunately, there are very little credentials or qualifications to call yourself an Instagram expert. And so there's a lot of people out there who claim to know a lot about social media, who claim to have invented some sort of strategy that is foolproof and works for everyone. And many times these strategies are actually fool's gold. I can't even begin to tell you the amount of strategies. And I put that in air quotes because I don't even know if I should truly be calling them strategies, but the amount of these false information, this false advice that I've seen spread around the internet, oftentimes being told as a solution to how to go viral, how to grow your following, or how to build a business online, when in reality, these things not only are not effective, but they also could actually be hurting your Instagram account. And I want to say that in some cases, these strategies aren't necessarily maliciously created. They're not always deceptive. They're not always, you know, bad from the start, but oftentimes they're just outdated. They're strategies that were popular five, even 10 years ago, and they just don't work as well anymore, but they're still being taught and they're still being spread around. Some of the strategies that I share with you in today's episode might surprise you. I hope that I can debunk some myths and share some actual facts with you about growing on Instagram. But if one of the strategies that I share today actually is working for you and you are seeing results, that's great. Feel free to ignore what I'm saying and keep doing what works for you. The best strategy is always going to be whatever works for you. Regardless of what myself, my mom, or any other expert says, do what works for you. Do what's best for you and your account because you might be that 0.1% who is the exception to the rule or the general recommendation. And so if that's you, by all means, don't let us stop you. Keep going with it. But If things aren't working, if you're not growing, if you're not seeing views and engagement in the way you feel like you deserve, and you are using some of the strategies that I'm about to explain and discuss in today's episode, then you might want to consider changing those strategies and trying something new. And before we get into the seven strategies that you should avoid on Instagram in 2023, I want to first say that there are some obvious strategies that I hope we don't even need to cover. Things like follow, unfollow, things like buying followers, things like paying for shout outs, these sorts of strategies. And again, I'm going to be using lots of air quotes today. They're absolutely not effective. They're very tacky, very spammy, very inauthentic. You should never be paying for engagement or shout outs or followers. You should never be following people just so that they follow you back and then you unfollow them. You shouldn't be sending out 300 cold spammy direct messages every single day asking if people are interested in following you or in joining your business. Those things have never really been effective. And even in the few instances where they are, they are very inauthentic and very spammy. So I hope we don't have to go in depth onto those. But with that being said, let's hop into the first actual strategy that is not effective and is something that you should not be relying on for your growth in 2023. And that first strategy is chasing trends or just recreating what everyone else is creating. Now, I will say that trends, lip syncs, trending audios, template videos are a great way to dip your toe in the water and get used to creating content on Instagram. If you're someone who's never posted a reel before or you struggle with camera shyness and just being confident enough to speak on camera, then recreating trends, doing these lip syncs, they can be a great way to get comfortable and to practice the actual process of creating reels. But if your entire Instagram strategy revolves around finding the next trending audio, using it as quickly as you can, and just consistently pumping out lip sync after lip sync after dancing and pointing at random text on the screen, it's not going to be very effective. 
At the beginning of 2022, this was an effective strategy. You could post primarily trending audio lip sync type of videos that were popular, that were just recreations of trends that other people had made, and you could pretty reliably expect to do well and to grow your account, but things have changed. People have largely become bored with this oversaturated market of trending audios. In fact, according to some of our recent studies, four out of five people prefer original content versus a recreation of even the funniest, most viral trend. Also, one of the most common ways to grow an Instagram account if you're an Instagram coach like myself, is to post trending audio alerts. And I don't want to shame any Instagram creators or Instagram coaches who grow in this way, but there are a lot of Instagram coaches who do nothing but post trending audio alerts. Every other post or even every post they share on Instagram is just telling you, hey, this audio is about to blow up. This audio is trending. You need to use this audio. And I've even done that occasionally myself in the past. And while there is some merit, there are some benefits to sharing these sorts of things. They are a great way oftentimes to share templates or examples with your followers. In most cases, sharing trending audio alerts is going to help the person who's sharing the alert way more than the person who's actually going to be using the trending audio. And that's why it's such a popular way for Instagram growth coaches and Instagram experts to grow because they can post a couple trending audios and then people freak out because they think that they need to use this audio and they need to rewatch the video to learn the template and then they use the audio and they post it and by that point, they're the 40,000th person to use this audio. They're not original anymore. It's not even necessarily a new trend. It's something that's oversaturated. It's been done so much that people are kind of bored with it and ultimately, it's just helping that original content creator, the original Instagram expert grow and reach more people rather than actually serve more people or rather than even help the people who they are trying to serve. So not to go too much on a tangent, and again, I'm not trying to throw shade at any content creator who does share trending audio alerts, but I'm not the biggest fan of trending audio alerts. I'm not the biggest fan of content creators and teachers who simply do nothing but sharing these trending audio alerts. They're just not very effective or helpful for the actual followers, the audience, and they're mainly self-serving for the actual content creator. So I'm not the biggest fan, but I also can tell you this in general, if you're someone who's just chasing trends, trying to figure out what audio is going to blow up next and you can use it before anyone else, it's probably not going to be that effective of a strategy. It also lacks personality. It lacks originality. It lacks the actual you that people follow you for. So I wouldn't recommend simply only reusing trending audios on your Instagram. The second growth strategy that is no longer as effective in 2023 as it was in the past, and this one is going to upset some people, is hashtags. And I'm going to specifically say relying on hashtags as a central strategy or a core pillar of your growth and your reach or your engagement. Now, hashtags can still be effective. We've talked about this many times on Build Your Tribe. Hashtags can definitely still help you reach new people. And in some niche markets, they're extremely effective. If you're someone who relies on a local audience, like let's say you are a brick and mortar business, you're someone with a physical location and you need people within your physical proximity to actually come in to become customers, well then hashtags in your case are going to be more helpful and more beneficial than someone who's trying to reach a more general, more broad, more diverse audience in terms of geographic location. Hashtags in 2016 and 2017 were awesome because they were a tool that not everyone had capitalized on yet, a tool that not everyone had figured out yet, and they were a tool that was heavily relied upon by Instagram. And this is one of the biggest changes that has made hashtags less effective. Hashtags used to be one of the only ways that Instagram could categorize your content. 
And that's what hashtags existed for. Hashtags were a way that you could tell Instagram, here is what my content is about. Hashtag fitness goals. Put your content within the category of fitness goals. Hashtag beginner rock climber tips. Put your post within the category of beginner rock climber tips. But now as the artificial intelligence and as these algorithms continue to evolve, as the machine learning continues to progress and get smarter and more intelligent, Instagram can tell what your post is about based off of so many other factors besides just the hashtags you add. So that means Instagram doesn't have to rely on hashtags as much anymore. And so hashtags are no longer as effective of a strategy to reach new people. I do know that there are plenty of people who continue to grow and reach new people with hashtags every single day. And in most cases, hashtags are not going to hurt your account. If you're using general hashtags that aren't banned, that are somewhat specific to your niche, you're probably not going to hurt your account. But the one word of caution that I do want to give, and my beef with hashtags, if I can be so bold as to say that, is that I think too many people stress too much about hashtags. I think too many people focus and spend too much of their time worrying about hashtags. They're spending hours and maybe even money on expensive apps and services and coaches to find this magical list of perfect hashtags, when in reality, the hashtags can't make up for bad content. If your content isn't highly engaging and captivating, if your followers don't already like your content and enjoy what you post, then slapping some hashtags on it is like putting lipstick on a pig. It's just not going to make a very big difference and it's kind of a waste of time. Hey, I know I've been talking about the Insta Club Hub and I know some of you may have joined the Insta Club Hub in the past or you may have done a trial with us before, but I wanted to let you know that we've spent the last 10 months and we've spent tens of thousands of dollars making the club brand new. We've renovated, it's a total home makeover for the Insta Club Hub with all new features to make it really streamlined for you to have success on Instagram. One of my favorite new features is as soon as you join, you take an assessment to kind of gauge where you're at on Instagram. And then based off that assessment, we recommend a customized playlist of videos for you to watch in sequential order so you can get to growing faster and you don't have to figure it out on your own. We also just launched the Insta Club Hub directory, which is a private members only directory where you can advertise your services as a social media manager. You can look for someone to hire. You can look for people to collaborate with. You can even search out other people who are in your industry to see what they're doing. So you can find other Insta Clubbers who you can then network with, collaborate with, hype each other up, and even possibly do business together. So the Insta Club Hub is totally redesigned and it's our goal, like I said, to get you growing on Instagram and get you making money on Instagram in as little time as possible. You can check it out, best part, for only only $7. You can join a two-week trial for only $7. That's 50 cents per day for two weeks. And all you have to do to grab that trial offer is go to instaclubhub.com forward slash trial. Again, that link will be down in the description. But right now, while you're listening, you can just open up your Safari browser or whatever internet browser you use and just go to instaclubhub.com forward slash trial. If your followers don't already like your content and enjoy what you post, then slapping some hashtags on it is like putting lipstick on a pig. It's just not going to make a very big difference and it's kind of a waste of time. The third strategy that might be hurting your Instagram account more than it's helping your Instagram account 
is giveaways. Now, there's a right way and a wrong way to do giveaways. And this is another thing, another topic that we've done an entire Build Your Tribe episode on. But giveaways, when done right, can be a great way to reach new people, to grow engagement, and even to build your email list. But giveaways done purely for the sake of growing your following are most likely going to be hurting your account. Because let's walk through what would happen there. You make a post announcing a new giveaway for an iPhone 14, and all people have to do to be entered to win is follow you and tag three friends. Sounds great, right? Your post has a bunch of comments tagging new people, and you have a sudden spike of new followers. But then, a few days later, the giveaway's over, you announce the one winner, and what happens? One of three things is going to happen next. Either the most likely option, which is that people are going to unfollow you because they only followed you to win the giveaway, and now that they know they haven't won, they're not going to continue following you. The second option is that they are going to continue following you because they didn't see the giveaway announcement or they don't really care to take the time to unfollow you, but they don't really care about your posts. They're not interested in your niche because again, they only followed you to win the giveaway. They're not actually engaged followers. They're not actually interested in what you have to say. They were just interested in winning the giveaway. And that might even be the worst option because they're still following you, but they're not engaging. So they're hurting your engagement rate. And then the third option, which is probably the least likely option when you do this style of giveaway, is that the person is going to continue to follow you and not only continue to follow you, but they're a new active engaged follower. That's definitely going to be the minority of people when you're doing these follow for giveaways. The next Instagram strategy that might be hurting your account in 2023 is low frequency or inconsistency. Now, I wouldn't call inconsistency necessarily a strategy or anything that's really taught because I don't think there's anyone out there who's preaching that you need to post randomly and just kind of take long breaks and just be inconsistent. I don't think there's anyone teaching that. I think we all understand that there's some amount of consistency involved in success, but there is a fair amount of people who argue on behalf of you should post less and instead focus on only sharing quality posts. And here's my distinction in that argument, and here's where I stand. I definitely believe that you should be sharing quality posts. Absolutely, without a doubt, your posts should be of a certain level of quality. But I don't think you necessarily need to stress yourself out or overwhelm yourself with having to post A-plus level posts every time. Plus, who even really knows what an A-plus post is? Oftentimes, when we create something that we think is an A-plus post, we post it and it does worse than anything else that we've posted, or we make something that we think is just all right and we just kind of whip it together and it does well. It performs as if it is an A-plus post. So my argument is that you should focus instead on the consistency and on the quantity. And instead of thinking of it as every single post needs to be a slam dunk, a home run, a perfect post, an A-plus, instead, every single post is just an opportunity for practice. It's an opportunity for progress, for getting a little bit better, for refining your craft, so that eventually one day you can quickly, easily, and efficiently, and reliably make great posts. But when you're first getting started and you're first trying to grow on social media, it really is a numbers game. And so I understand that we all have different seasons of life. We all have different amounts of availability and different levels of consistency that we can sustain. But no matter who you are, I think that consistency is key. And I think that we should all challenge ourselves to get a little bit more consistent, to increase our frequency just a little bit and up that number, dial up that frequency so that you can post a little bit more. 
Because like I just said, at the end of the day, social media is a numbers game. And if you are posting more than your competition or more than anyone else on Instagram, your posts are going to get seen more, which is more opportunities for engagement and growth and sales. And of course, one of the things I'm best known for on Instagram is my hyper consistency. I've been averaging over two and a half posts per day for the last two years or so. And so that's kind of become my thing. But I recently did a test where I dialed it back. I went from posting, like I said, two and a half feed posts per day to less than one per day. I was doing about one every other day. I was doing this as a test to see what would happen if you decrease your frequency? What would happen if you start posting less? Does that mean that the algorithm is going to show your post to more people? Does that mean that your posts are now not having to compete with each other and they're able to reach a larger audience? Well, that's not exactly what I found. My engagement rate and my total reach stayed almost the exact same during the period where I was posting less compared to the period where I was posting at a super consistent and high frequency. And that number was even skewed a little bit because my last post before I started the experiment, so the last post I made before I decreased my frequency, it ended up doing really well and pretty much went viral. It didn't quite reach a million people, which is my personal definition of viral for me, but it did reach a couple hundred thousand people. It did better than my average post. And so that skewed the numbers of what my actual engagement and reach was during the period of low frequency. And so if you were to take that post out of the equation, my total reach and my average engagement during this period of low frequency would actually probably be slightly lower than before. And the biggest distinction that I found during this period of lower frequency is that my number of followers was cut in half. Now, I don't mean to say that I went from 600,000 to 300,000, but rather my rate of new followers gained. So during the period, during the two weeks leading up to this experiment, I had grown by about 5,000 followers. And during the two weeks of this experiment where I decreased my frequency, I grew by about 2,800 followers, which was much lower than any other two-week period in the last year. And so that shows me, that confirms to me that consistency is key. And the more frequently you can post on Instagram, the more you are going to grow on Instagram. The fifth strategy that might be hurting your Instagram account in 2023 is the five pillars rule or JK5. It has many different names and many different number of pillars, but basically it's this idea that you have multiple, a wide variety. Oftentimes five is the number that these people come up with, these experts come up with five different kinds of posts or five different topics. And I'm not saying there are five different related topics like Instagram hashtags, Instagram reels, Instagram stories, Instagram strategies, like those would be five related topics within a niche. Instead, this strategy of having five content pillars, or they're sometimes called content buckets, is about having completely different kinds of content. So one of your pillars is family content. One is faith-related content. One is fitness-related content. One is business-related content. And unfortunately, what this creates is confusion amongst your followers. Now, I know you have many interests and passions and hobbies, and there's you know multi-facets to you as a human being. You're totally unique. I understand all that. We're all unique in that way. We all have our different things that we're into and different passions and hobbies. Share those things on your Instagram stories. On your Instagram stories, talk about anything and everything. Let your freak flag fly. Share about all those interests, passions. Share about your family, your lifestyle, your faith, your business, all of that on your Instagram stories because your Instagram stories viewers are people who have already chosen to follow you. They've already made that investment by pressing the follow button and they want to now learn more. They want to learn what makes you tick, what makes you you. So show those things on your Instagram stories. But when you share those things on your Instagram feed, 
you split up your audience because your followers are probably following you for one reason. They're following you because they want to be a part of your community. They want to learn more about your niche, whatever it is that you're posting about on Instagram. Let's take myself, for example. My niche on Instagram is organic Instagram growth strategies. So I'm sharing tips to help other people grow on Instagram. If I started posting about snowboarding on my feed, well, then the vast majority of my followers would have no interest. They wouldn't care. And so they wouldn't really engage with that post. Even if from the start, that was one of my strategies. Let's say I got started on Instagram and I was like, I'm going to post about snowboarding and my family and my dogs and Instagram strategies. Well, inevitably, there's going to be people who follow me just for the Instagram strategies, but they don't really care about my dogs. Or they like snowboarding and they like my dogs, but they don't really care about the Instagram strategies. And then every time I post, I'm essentially eliminating different portions of my audience from the table, from the even possibility that they're going to engage because they're not interested in those things. And so that's why I'm not a fan of having multiple pillars or buckets or different groups of posts that you make on Instagram. Instead, there should just be one. It should be your niche. In my opinion, all of your feed posts, which are your photos, your carousels, and your reels should be related to that niche. They should all be related to that topic or subcategory of interest that you're going to be focused on on Instagram. The sixth Instagram strategy that might be hurting your account in 2023 is focusing on creating valuable content. Now listen, valuable content has its place. Sharing educational tips, helpful reminders, useful life hacks, those things are great. But unfortunately, sharing only content that is valuable isn't going to grow a very sustainable business or account. And the reason for this is that the primary way that people engage with valuable content is by simply saving it. And unfortunately, while saves do have a purpose and they are a useful form of engagement, they don't necessarily directly lead to more followers or more viewers the way something like a share would. So instead, my recommendation is to focus on creating share-worthy content. And oftentimes, a valuable tip or educational life hack isn't something that people share with each other or share to their stories. It's instead something that they just save for themselves. And if you are focusing on valuable content, you need to make sure that it's edutainment, educational entertainment. If it's purely education, it might get skipped or get drowned out because it's boring. Let's be honest, there are bookshelves and libraries filled with valuable textbooks, with great knowledge and tons of practical, useful information that maybe took decades or hundreds of years to culminate and be put into this beautiful textbook. But at the end of the day, if all that textbook is is valuable, unfortunately, a lot of people aren't going to read it because people in today's society, in the world we live in, they want to be entertained. They want to be captivated. They want to be inspired, motivated, or moved. They want to laugh. They want to have their emotions pulled in different directions. They don't just want to learn things. And I know there are people who want to learn things and there are people who read textbooks and there are people who enjoy valuable content. So you can share valuable content from time to time. But if your only Instagram strategy is sharing content that is valuable, then unfortunately it's going to be tough for you to grow. And then the seventh strategy that is hurting your Instagram account in 2023 is focusing on the algorithm. Instead, you should be focused on your audience. Ultimately, it's the audience that dictates the algorithm. The algorithm is driven by your audience's engagement. I know oftentimes the algorithm feels confusing and overwhelming and people are always telling you that it's changing, but in reality, the algorithm is just a reflection of people's interests. If people are interested in your post, if they find it captivating and engaging and they interact with your content, then your post will be shown to more people. If your content, however, isn't engaging, if people aren't enjoying watching it, 
then the algorithm isn't going to show it to more people, because if they did, then people are going to continue to not be engaged and continue to spend less time on Instagram because of your post, which means that Instagram as a business can't sell more ads and make more money. Instagram makes its money based off of all of us spending more time on Instagram. And so if your content is making people spend more time on Instagram and is making people interact and engage with Instagram more, then the algorithm will show your post to more people. That's a good business model by Instagram. That's how it works. And so instead of focusing on the algorithm and trying to make it happy or figure out what the latest changes are, instead, your focus should be on your audience on your followers. What do they respond well to? What do they like? What do they dislike? What is the most engaging kind of content for your followers? What do they specifically like? And it's going to be different for your followers versus my followers or anyone else because we all have different audiences coming to us at different times for different topics, for different things, for different ideas. So instead of focusing on the algorithm, focus on your audience. I hope you found today's episode helpful and educational. And until next time, and as always, happy networking. Thank you.